Hey there. We're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. Hello, teacher friends. Welcome to another prep period here at Real Teaching 101. This is Megan. Uh, hi, ladies. How you doing? Sorry, I was in the middle of a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those mornings. Y'all, y'all have been there. I haven't brushed my teeth yet, but I'm here and that's what matters. Good so far. Sorry. I can like look like she's gonna start talking, but I was like, I'm also good. Thanks. Well, I was just gonna say like another perk to us being on Google Meet, um, since you know, Lauren's non-brushed teeth, but you know what? We love you, stinky breath and all. Thank you. And I wear smile direct club retainers, so those make things extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh extra. yeah, I wear a night guard. Mm-hmm. I can really taste the morning. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, uh, today's topic for our short little prep period is the very best piece of teacher advice either you've ever gotten or that you would give to someone. So does anything come to mind for either of you? I feel like we always pose these either or questions and then we always answer both. So I'm going to do that anyway. We'll just start off that way. Um, the best teacher advice I've ever gotten was to like set a specific out time when you're a teacher, especially a new teacher. Like I'm going to leave school at 4.30 and then make sure you do that. It kind of just protects your evenings a little bit and gives you like, okay, whatever I don't finish, I'm either going to do it at home or do it tomorrow. Like I'm leaving the building and it just kind of protects, gives you that work-life balance that like we often don't have in teaching, especially in the beginning. And the Teacher advice that I would give would be that classroom management is 100% about relationships and getting your kids to buy into who you are and what you like want with them and like building this classroom community. It's not about yelling. It's not about clip charts. It's not about, you know, reward bins. Those things can be helpful tools. But if you're, you don't have that buy-in and that relationship with your kids, it's going to be a rough year. If you have a behavior clip chart up in your classroom right now, take it down. Get rid of it. Take it down. Just because that's something that you had when you were in school, when you were little, that is not something you should have now. And this is coming from a person who absolutely used to have them. But you know, we do better once we know better. And this is us who now know better. And just as much as, you know, public humiliation is not fun. As an adult, it's definitely not fun as a child either. I love your tip about having that like set time to leave every day. I put an alarm on my phone for a couple years at like 4.30 or or whatever it was. And like even just hearing that was like, okay, I've got to go home. And then my last little tidbit to go off of what you mentioned, Lindsay, is don't bring the work home. Yeah. If you haven't finished it and it's 4.15 or 3.45 or whatever time you get to leave, just leave. I mean, we've all carried papers back and forth and and just like how I drive around the stuff I'm going to take to the thrift store for three months, I definitely do the same thing with, with you know, papers that need to be graded that I've taken back and forth. Um, just, just leave them. You leave them, go home, have human time, 
-hmm. it will get done. And if it doesn't, throw them in the trash. Yeah. I stand by that. Nobody knows. (laughs) I like to call throwing it in the trash ground filing. There you go. Yeah. Ground file the shit out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you, Lauren? Do you remember any advice anyone gave you when you started teaching? I'm sure I do. But the two things that I'm going to do, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to give two pieces of advice that I would tell people because I'm kind of like racking my brain and I feel like a lot of you have covered advice that you've gotten. So mine is you don't have to grade everything. And this was one of those things that I learned the hard way where I used to grade everything to the point where I would try and give like 0.75 worth of credit, not just half credit, not full credit, but somewhere in the middle. And I was like, this is hard to add up at the end. And I was so overwhelmed getting in so many things that the kids would get and then throw away. And I was like, well, if you're throwing it away, I don't want to grade it. So don't grade everything. It'll just make you crazy and it'll make you feel like it never ends. So that's my number one. My number two has to do with Lindsay, kind of going back to what you were talking about with classroom management and relationships and buying into who you are. And that's because you've got to bring you to the classroom. Whatever authentic part of who you are, you let that freak flag fly like crazy. I would wear fun knee-high socks and still do to this day. And by golly, it is like the one thing that my middle schoolers are like, oh, she's a little different like me. And when you have the ability to be yourself and can project yourself, so many wonderful classroom magic moments follow because kids will then be able to identify with you as a person and not you as the authoritarian teacher, yeller, screamer person in the classroom. And I think going off of that, Lauren, is also like expressing yourself and how you set up your classroom and decorating your classroom and making it a warm and welcoming place. You guys know I feel super strongly on classroom environments and and what a big part of learning they can actually serve. And so, yeah, just like you would express yourself in how you dress, I think you should do that in your classroom as well, especially I mean, we spend more time there during the school year and so do our students than really that they do in their own homes. So, you know, it does not have to be white cinder block walls. I've had administrators before who were like, if it doesn't serve a purpose, it shouldn't be in this room. Like I had like a little tapestry hanging um, and I was like, "Mm, no, I disagree. And she's like, no, you need to take it down. And I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to like, (laughs) I'm, yeah, I'm not, uh, there's nothing wrong with things looking nice and feeling welcoming. And I look forward to coming in the morning when it's not just cinder block walls. Like, I'm not going to jail every day. This is not a prison. This is a school. And it can look nice and fun and colorful. So there's that. But those were not the tips I had planned. This is just me talking. Here are <laughs> the tips I had planned. So, One thing I remember being told when I first started teaching was you don't have to be their friend. So when it comes to students, like you don't have to be your student's friend. You can still be a fun teacher, like Lauren said, like not the yelly, screamy teacher. You can still be fun and loved and likable, but still hold students, you know, to their high expectations and still... Um, have boundaries and classroom rules. And 
I I feel that very much like I love to joke around and play with my students and I love to play music and I love to do art projects and all these other things. But they know how to behave. They know our classroom rules. They know what is and is not acceptable. So that was a big one. Um, And then another piece of advice that I got when Lauren and I were working together and we used to have painful parent-teacher conferences. Um, So if you are in one of those schools where you are required to do a conference with everybody and it's like days filled with conferences back to back, I feel you. Those are not fun. But I remember somebody telling me, and I'm sure you guys have seen the quote around, but it's like, you're not going to make everybody happy. You're not Nutella. And I remember like printing that out and I had it like literally hanging up either like right behind my computer or, or somewhere in my classroom, like during conferences where I'm like, you know, I know the curriculum. I know what is best for these kids. I, I, I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Some of these parents aren't going to be happy. They're not going to like this grade. They're not going to like what I have to say. And, you know, just like it's no fun to hear that there might be something that a student is struggling with. It's super not fun to be the person who's telling you that either. So for all you parents out there, uh, I assure you, none of us look forward to those conversations where, you know, if we are trying to recommend occupational therapy or speech or behavioral management or whatever it is, it's not fun to be the one telling you that either. So (laughs) keep that in mind. Um, But yeah, like, just I'm not going to be able to make everybody happy. Some people are going to like me and my teaching style and personality and tapestries hanging on the wall and some aren't and that's okay. And there's also that quote that's like, you could be like the juiciest, ripest peach and there's still going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches, that, that whole thing. So and and recently, in the past two years, in the pandemic teaching, I've been telling myself, like, you don't even like everybody. Why do you want everybody to like you? Mm-hmm. And I'd go even further to say that, like, I like a very small amount of people. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my um, tolerance, I guess, gets better the older that you get. I remember asking a coworker, when, and I'd probably only been teaching for, like, four years, like, how do you let things go? Like, I I just, I take everything so personally and, and I don't know how to make that better. Um, they're like, well, you you just do. And that was not something I was ever good at, but I, I, this is one of those things where I can truly say like the older I have gotten, the more experience I have, the more confident I am in my skills and ability, like the less time I have for other people's bullshit. Where I'm like, oh, that's fine. There are going to be some parents who don't like me and, and want me to respond to emails quick, <laughs> quicker or, you know, at five o'clock at night or and, and I'm not I'm not going to do those things. So I don't know. I, I, I guess that would probably be something I, I wish I was better at when I was younger teacher is just you're not Nutella. You're not going to make everybody happy. Don't try. Like do the best you can. And, and that's that. So I have to laugh at your quote about you're not Nutella because I know that quote, but not with Nutella as the answer. Oh, what's your answer? Tequila. Also, also a plus. <laughs> and you know, there's a um, there's a dry cleaners here where I live, and they like to put up quotes. And is once, it the Milt Milton Edie's? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! But they had it once that said, "Stop trying to make everybody happy. You are not tequila." And I love the fact that this dry cleaner put this up. 
for the whole world to see to the point where I took a picture of it. And I was like, oh, that is so true on so many levels. And I'm not a Nutella fan, so I really resonate with the tequila one. There you go. Perhaps Nutella was like the safe for work version. <laughs> and that's where I, I'm pretty sure I found it on like a teacher page or something that I followed. So maybe that was the safe for work version. But you know, whatever your thing is, Reese's, tequila, jello shots, I don't care. Whatever <laughs> makes you happy. You know, you do you, but also like you're not that thing. So there's that. And we'd love to hear what your teacher advice is, whether or not that's something that you would give to people or you have received, because it really helps to hear it from other people, too. I'm sure we've all missed something here. So feel free to reach out to us on all of the places. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. We want to hear from you. So shout us out. Shout to us. Talk to us. What do we say? Yeah, you can send smoke signals, carrier pigeons. We accept all things. Very inclusive here. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for our little prep period. It goes by quickly, just like prep periods in real life. But have a great week, everybody. And we will be back in a couple weeks with something new. Bye. Bye. Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RealTeaching101 or email us at RealTeaching101 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class.